0: Analyzes, analyze, analyze, it generates abstractions. The simplest thought, like the concept of the number one, is an elaborate logical underpinning. The green has its own language, testing the structure and consistency of the world. A size, 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 We the higher level remember to subscribe and hit that bell so you know exactly when we be hitting the streets with the latest news i'm here with senor sanchez my latino brother hailing from california eight.
1: what up my brother my brother from south london dr Wagwan. how have you been this week sir
0: all right bruv doing okay you know it's
1: been too long my friend many things have happened and we haven't spoken in a while almost a week sometimes i feel like Life is a game, someone else's entertainment, but for who? I'm mm-hmm. not sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Keeping the resistance alive, man. We're fighting off all the bad men laughing at me.
1: Who's laughing at you? I say.
0: Ah, it's all voodoo, man. Yo. What are the
1: fucker's names?
0: Ah, it's all voodoo magic, man. Don't worry about it. All Yo, right. a lot of has happened this week on the resistance front, brov. Who are we fighting again, Holmes? The CCP blood, the Axis of Evil.
1: Oh yeah, they're out of control this week. The Communist Party of China, they're out of
0: control. They've been riling up the world on all fronts, from covering up the coronavirus outbreak to hurting our brothers and sisters in Hong Kong, threatening all the governments around the world, from the UK, the US, the Canadians, India, everybody, man. Well, let it be known, we, at the higher level, are declaring war with the CCP. We are going to expose them of all their wrongdoings. For we are the voice of this resistance. And together, we can bring down the Communist Party of China.
1: Hey, doctor, I heard this week China's Great Firewall has actually blanketed Hong Kong citizens. Information Mm -hmm. is now being controlled. People are worried that websites will become blocked.
0: Man, this evil CCP have expanded police powers as part of their rubbish new national security law. The Hong Kong government enabled police to censor online speech and force internet service providers to hand over user information and shut down platforms, unveiling Expanded police powers.
1: This is crazy because most of the corporations of the Western world they headquarter themselves in Hong Kong for the free speech because there's no internet filtering. You can get mm-hmm. talented people to go down there.
0: Mm-hmm. If you
1: deploy the Great Firewall and start monitoring what people are doing on the internet or um you know blocking uh, their access to the internet, this is going to make it very difficult to run Hong Kong as a as a regional headquarters. This is really this mm-hmm. is probably the first sign of, you know, trouble up ahead. Once free speech goes, you know, everything else in in life depends on free speech. If you don't have free speech, you can't get human rights, you can't get democratic government, you can't get honesty, Mm -hmm. transparency.
0: And looks like the the curtain is going up. Mm. Again, this is bad news for the Hong Kong people. You know, it's a big change in their habits from what they do online, what they search, and what they communicate with each other. They now have to be aware that basically there's a lot of things that they can't talk about. You know, This must be really disturbing for the citizens there. I mean, you, you imagine you in Hong Kong, you've been living there, right? You hate the CCP because they're fucking evil. And now you have to be very careful in how you search for things on Google.
1: Yeah, because they're uh, watching you and mm. you search for the wrong thing search for the wrong topic.
0: They're taking away people's freedom. They're going yeah. backwards, man. Going backwards instead of forwards.
1: I don't think they want the Hong Kong people anymore, to be honest. I think they want them out and they want them to be replaced with
0: it's mainland Chinese. It's a stupid Chinese. thing to do. It's a stupid thing to do, you know? Unless you're just taking, like, old times, you're just taking over extra territory because you want your, your population size have grown to such extent that you need new land and you're pushing out all these people into newer areas you know but hong kongers we know hong kongers they're well educated people they're western educated from all around the world some of the best universities some of the best colleges and to lose them is a very narrow mindset that the ccp have so this week china or the ccp has also threatened the australian government over helping fleeing hong kong citizens yeah
1: they, they actually warned that the Australian economy and the Australian government will have a bitter pill to swallow if Canberra, the capital of Australia, allows fleeing Hong Kong citizens to settle in Australia. Mm. They actually said that uh, in a move to make things easier for Hong Kong citizens to settle in Australia, that would have a huge negative impact on the Australian economy and there would be immeasurable losses to Australian firms. That was the uh, the pronouncement from the CCP, from the mm. Chinese government, and this is a. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure what that means. A bitter pill to swallow. What does that mean? Uh, it sounds like a threat to me.
0: It's they're using Western terminology, right? But they don't understand the meaning behind it. They just they think this is malicious, so they decide to use this term. Such masses in the CCP. But the Australian government. Yes, they've been making a lot of noise this week. They've been saying a lot of stuff, saying they're going to you know, expand visas. They're going to make it easier for Hong Kong students to stay in Australia. And they've been make, making noise about bringing in or allowing political refugees from Hong Kong. Those have been persecuted by the CCP.
1: This is not going um, to de-escalate. This is getting bigger.
0: It's getting bigger, but Australia is not the only one. There are other Western countries making the same claim. Because everybody knows, if you want migration into your country, right? Don't you want migration from the well-educated demographic? You want you want to upskill people. You well, you want to upskill the labor that is coming in. Yeah,
1: it's a absolutely.
0: wise move. It's a dumb move for the CCP. It's a wise move for other countries.
1: I think it's a cash bonanza. You get these pretty high quality people, Mm. well-educated.
0: And if they come over, they bring their wealth. And what do they do with that wealth? If they're gonna relocate and reestablish life in another country, they're gonna be spending big money, big peas in that country.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Your president, Donald Trump, he also made a move against the CCP. He made a pretty good move. He signed the Hong Kong Autonomy Act. And ends the city's preferential trade status.
1: Hong Kong is now going to be treated the same as mainland China. That's what Mm. that's exact, uh, pretty much word for word, quote from uh, Donnie. And he said in a news conference in the Rose Garden at the White House Mm -hmm. no special privileges, no special economic treatment, and no export of sensitive technologies. Mm -hmm. Predictably, the Chinese government was really upset. But if people, treat Hong Kong as a separate part compared to China, China, the Mm -hmm. Chinese government gets upset. But then when governments start to say, okay, we're going to treat Hong Kong just like we treat China, China gets upset again. So Mm -hmm. it's very, very complicated what the Chinese government wants. They want Hong Kong to have its special privileges across the world economically, Mm -hmm. but they don't want to give freedom of speech and freedom of law and governance to Hong Kong. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, you can't get one without the other. They treated Hong Kong like a a free city. You know, the Western world treated it like a free city and invested in it. But they're not going to invest just another city of China.
0: Mm -hmm. The CCP, they want their cake and they want to eat it too. They want everything at the same time.
1: Yeah, it'd be great if it could happen, but it's not really realistic.
0: Mm. Big move by uh, Donnie Trump out in that Rose Garden making that announcement. But at the same time, he kind of shot himself. There was a Twitter feed going around. Hashtag Trump is not well. Man, that was pretty funny. People were posting up images of his face, looking all strung out, hair a mess, saying his speech is slurred. Some saying, what is he talking about? It was a bit funny.
1: It's possible that he has um, early stage dementia. It runs in his family. Uh, it's not just possible. It's actually likely.
0: Hmm. The funny man, let's hope he can make it to his election.
1: Yeah, I think he'll make it. I'm not sure if he'll win or not.
0: Mm. So, CCP, in retaliation, imposed sanctions on US senators. China's ambassador wants the, even the Canadians to get ready for retaliation. Man, this CCP, they're just wanting war on all fronts.
1: They're escalating. They, they imposed sanctions on some pretty senior members of the United States Senate, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. and threatening the Canadians. Um, I, I believe the correct term is His Excellency Ambassador Kong was reiterating and reinforcing the official line from Beijing. Mm-hmm. On Monday, a spokesman, spokesman for China's foreign ministry condemned the Canadian response and reserved the right to further react. And warned Canada, Canada would bear the consequences. I'd like you to wait and see," Kong said when asked what specific consequences Beijing was contemplating. He just responded, "I'd like for you to wait and see." I mean, that sounds pretty ominous. Man, what is that, what does that mean? What are you gonna do?
0: Just man, these see? are these are fighting words. You know, um, typically on the streets, you don't go up to someone and go, "Hey, eh, wait and see." Man, you go up. A guy's gonna turn around, pull out the gun, and blah blah blah. It's gonna gun you down. These are fighting words. I know. They're
1: just escalating and escalating. Um, the Canadians used to be pretty much neutral on this. Not anymore. Man,
0: they're going crazy. They really are evil. This Communist Party of China.
1: They're really escalating things. Uh, it, it seems. It seems like something. Some sort of nationalist fervor has descended upon the country
0: feel bad for the citizens, you know. We don't know whether some citizens actually agree or some are so completely brainwashed because, you know, they have paid actors over there. The CCP employs thousands of people to say all this propaganda, say all this pro-communist stuff and spreading word and keep... They mean, they even in Australia, you know. There's some people on YouTube, they've gone down to Chinatown in the past and they've asked a group of people, hey, what do they think about the government doing this and that? And some of these people have come out and said, you know, they think the government is great. They can't do any wrong. They make the best decisions. It's all wrong, man. How can you live in the Western world and support what the CCP have been doing to its people, the ethnic minorities? and everything along their border.
1: It's a little hypocritical, you know, it's a little hypocritical to talk about how much better China is and how much better the Chinese government is, and then put all of your money and maybe put your wife and kids in another country. That's what a lot of wealthy Mm. Chinese do. Mm. It's a bit hypocritical. Mm -hmm. They're almost forced to do that by the system. You have to pronounce how loyal you are. It comes back to the cultural revolution. If you didn't sing from the treetops how much you loved Chairman Mao mm-hmm. and how you would die for Chairman Mao and the Red Book, mm-hmm. well, people would think that you're a spy.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, it's no good over there. Well, one of our strongest and active allies against the CCP are the United States government. The US lawmakers are declaring to recognize Taiwan as independent of the CCP, man.
1: This is huge. The fact that the US is publicly talking about this. Mm-hmm. These guys don't don't really, you know, talk out of their ass. He this is the ranking Republican in the US House Foreign Affairs Committee, Michael mm-hmm. McCall. He said he believes recognizing Taiwan as a sovereign, independent country would be the harshest punishment that the US could inflict on Beijing. When he was asked about the American stance on cross-strait issues, McCall emphasized that Washington would not allow Beijing's crackdown on Hong Kong to be repeated in Taiwan. Mm. He noted that the CCP had intensified its threats towards Taiwan recently, mm. with some on the Chinese side claiming Hong Kong's national security law is a blueprint for the island nation. Figure that. Wow. Hong Kong now, Taiwan tomorrow. So McCall mm. said the US has continued its arms sales to Taiwan and that it would not abandon support for its East Asian ally. He added that diplomatically recognizing Taiwan would be a huge decision, but one which would hurt the CCP severely. Think about it. You've, you know, the CCP has been threatening to go to war against Taiwan for years, mm. saying that if they declare independence, we'll bomb you. If the U.S. called their bluff, well, it makes things very hard for the leadership of the CCP, and some of the citizens might start to lose faith in their leaders. The leaders themselves will lose faith. They'll be embarrassed by that kind of situation. It would be a significant escalation. And it may happen. It may just happen. The U.S. is not going to let Taiwan fall into Chinese hands. They will go insane. Because from Taiwan, you can take Guam, you can take Japan. Mm -hmm. If you lose Taiwan, wow, it's a big Mm -hmm. deal.
0: Mm -hmm. This is good news for the people of Taiwan. You know, after years of, after decades. Cold shoulder. After decades, now now they're finally getting a firm response that Uncle Sam has their bucks If the CCP are going to cross over and try and take over, it's good yep. news for them.
1: It would be a world-changing event, actually.
0: Mm. So the US and Australian governments have ganged up on the CCP propaganda. They've they've decided to launch Chinese language news websites to expose Xi Jinping. This is good stuff, man. You know why it's good stuff, Sanchez? Tell me. It's good stuff because the poor citizens in China, they are they are brainwashed and locked down with their propaganda. They don't get access to the Western news, the news that we see, You know the, the bad things, the evil things that the CCP have done. They don't get access to that kind of news. They just see how good the governments are doing.
1: They just see the highlight reel.
0: That's right. We know it's all lies. We know it's all lies. So this is this is a good, subtle, and passive-aggressive attack. I
1: think it it, it's a sign that the Western governments are finding their feet, finding their fighting spirits. Historically, what has made the West become the the Western governments of the world, in particular the United States, has been the fact that they support free speech Mm -hmm. and uh to an extent they really will recognize talent no matter what form that talent comes in you know different color different race Mm -hmm. the united states is kind of unique in that regard there are very few other countries uh like the united states and although it has its issues and it's moving i would say in the right direction working on them slowly Mm -hmm. the west has free speech the usa has free speech in a way that very few other countries do You can say Mm -hmm. a lot of things. Mm -hmm. In the 21st century, it's not necessarily just a war of conventional wars where countries will fight with armies and ammunition and guns and bullets. It's a world where the war of narratives and information war is taking Mm -hmm. place. And whoever Mm -hmm. builds that most rapidly and effectively has the power to influence the world. So in a related battle, it's now being reported that the U.S. government-backed media outlet is preparing to launch mandarin services all across the world but particularly australia and i think they're targeted at age brackets which are quite old and you know age brackets of chinese uh, immigrants who maybe don't watch the australian news or don't watch english news and Mm -hmm. they just get all of their information from chinese language news websites which are Mm -hmm. now pretty much controlled entirely by uh, the chinese government Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like bringing a a different perspective for people
0: Mm. so bro they start a fight with india along that galwan valley and then the indian government said you're not coming to our territory you're in big trouble and started deploying their tanks and then the ccp well their military they, they slunk away pussies
1: yeah but they were pretty brave at the beginning when they were killing unarmed soldiers and um I guess they're pretty good at killing un- unarmed people, but as soon as they mm. see, you know, tanks, it's, oh, well, that's a different story. This this is now a serious war. Mm. So it uh, looks like the Indians, they, they, they publicly, won. they back tra- backtracked, right? They tried to calm mm. the situation down. And then they it just send in tanks.
0: Yeah, it didn't work because they know sometimes when you're fighting with evil and evil's lying in your face, you just got to go hard at them. You go hard against it and see what it does. And now we see... The true face of the CCP, they want to do all this stuff. They want to show that they're nasty and they're strong. But once you get up in their face, they back away like pussies.
1: Yeah, I'm sure the Indians probably said, you know, the tanks are down there. If you fire a shot, our commanders Mm. have have permission to fire at will. So it's going to be it. This is going to be it. I, I don't understand what the calculation was.
0: Maybe that's what the rest of the world needs to do, needs to ally together and just be more aggressive back at them, you know. Because right now, what they've been doing over the last couple of years, you know, in the North China Seas, in the South China Seas, just taking over land, dredging up sand, building up land bases for their military outposts, you know, taking over, encroaching on other countries' boundaries. They've been doing it silently because no one has done anything back. And then India... India pushes tanks or sets up tanks up there and now all of a sudden they're bucking off. They don't want no war because at the end of the day, they probably can't afford it.
1: I'm, I'm sure they're much happier just uh, shooting unarmed students. Yes. It's easy. Or they don't fight back.
0: Ethnic minorities. Even better. Mm. Yeah. Uncle Sam, the US military, has given the green light to Japan's $23 billion f-35 purchasing procurement program
1: yeah it's uh, a huge huge development because now japan is probably going to operate the second largest amount of these f-35s and uh, you know naturally the chinese government is quite upset these airplanes are quite dangerous these jets they're pretty upset And there was also other sales announced that day for example the state department has approved a request to Taiwan to recertify its Patriot Advanced Capability 3 missiles for an estimated cost of 620 mil. Wow. So this includes replacing the PAC-3 components at a near expiration, test and repair of the capability, spare parts, ground support, logistics support. And it's, uh, it's a sale that will help sustain the recipient's missile density and ensure readiness for air operations. So the recipient will use this capability as a deterrent to regional threats And to strengthen homeland defense that is what the state department said the Mm. recipient, they didn't call taiwan by name they called them the recipient will use this capability as a deterrent to regional threats and to strengthen homeland defense who's their prime regional threat somebody that keeps threatening them like once a week
0: Mm. i know the cc p
1: and the us is selling weapons to taiwan there's a good chance that they're funneling weapons not just on a sale basis but also On a subsidized basis you wouldn't want to show these kind of things on the books but there's a good chance the us is sending a lot more weapons down Mm -hmm. there than Mm -hmm. uh, just what is on paper they don't Mm -hmm. want to alarm people by saying look we just sent five billion dollars worth of weapons to taiwan in all likelihood i'm guessing that that 620 million they paid for they're going to get a little bit extra
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we can we we have some ideas based on the construction that Taiwan is undergoing for some of their military facilities. They're getting ready for something big, but they don't seem to be buying big, so very odd. Mm-hmm. Something must be filling up.
0: Mm-hmm. It's quite interesting that the Japanese are spending that large sum of money on F-35s. You know, we're kind of moving into the spectrum of drones going to be taking all the skies over jet fighters in the future. I know yeah, the uh, U.S. military are definitely looking towards using drones in their airspace more than having manned aircrafts up in the skies.
1: It could also be a, a show of um, solidarity with the U.S. Mm. But these these, are, these uh, airframes are pretty useful. So I think Japan wants to defend itself in the here and now and then work on future technology at a future time.
0: Mm. Mm. Man, the CCP this week riling up
1: everybody they've gone crazy i've I've never seen a week this crazy they've just gone they've lost the plot so much picking fights with everybody this is not good if i were in their position you want to calm the situation down you want to grow your economy and do that as quickly and as quietly as possible because if you can grow your economy you can translate your economic strength into military strength Mm. But why would you start the fight while you're still the second largest economy? Wouldn't you wait until you're the largest?
0: by far? Mm. Well, over the last decade, you know, they have been doing that. When they switch their gears towards capitalism, they feel they have done that. And then their economy has been shrinking, right? So maybe the heads over there are thinking, look, our days of growth are over. This is the resources that we currently have today we probably have to if we want to realize our visions whatever fucking visions that had and these are the resources that we have left today then maybe these are the only options they are left with you know it's not ideal it seems stupid to us but maybe that's that's all they can do they just want to pick fights with everybody it's going to be their downfall man unless their economy recovers unless they get years of growth it's they're going to fall apart the CCP are going to be over one day.
1: But, I mean, even if, how will their economy recover if their greatest, biggest customers, Europe mm. and the USA, they've got problems with their economy because of the virus. And even when they recover from the virus, do you think they're just going to go back to normal and say, hey, let's start buying things from China again? I don't no. know. I, I'll tell you,
0: not gonna we, happen. we
1: have more people in the US that have died from this virus mm. than from World War One. People are insane. In fact, once this virus is taken care of, Mm-hmm. People will have more time and more energy to focus on China, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you they do not have positive energy towards China right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I think this whole coronavirus is like a double-edged sword, man. It's hurt the whole world. It's hurt the CCP, but at the same time, you know, it's really disrupted their plans. It's kind of like a it's a good good thing at the same time. Maybe it's if it wasn't for this coronavirus. Yeah, maybe if it wasn't for it, the CCP would have been quietly getting stronger and stronger. And all these threats that they're making to the world, you know, maybe they would have more power behind those threats. But because we know the state of the world's economy, we know that their future looks pretty bleak, you know, and this is just hurting themselves. So it's a double-edged sword. There's good and there's bad. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think. Hmm. Changes will be made for the future to to really modify this kind of circumstance so that this doesn't happen again, or at least reduce the risk. But I'll tell you one thing: if Taiwan was destroyed by this virus, you know the Chinese probably would have been packing up, getting ready to take a play, pay a visit to Taiwan. The fact mm-hmm. that Taiwan handled the virus so damn well—basically, mm-hmm. nothing happened to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. From the Chinese perspective, they're like, well. We can't really take them on right now. They're at full strength. Maybe, mm. maybe if we, you know, killed a quarter of their population with the virus, they'd be much easier to evade. But mm. that didn't happen.
0: Mm. And still, the world does not talk about how well Taiwan have done. There have been experts in your side of the pond, in the U.S., that have congratulated Taiwan. But the news out there is so minimal. No They're one all talks about of it. China they're scared yes. of china because china all the country, that's right they're too scared to to give them credit because they're too they're scared of the repercussions from the ccp
1: yeah but i'm not sure how long governments will tolerate this for they're scared of financial repercussions but if governments stop chinese investment into western economy then those western corporations are no longer scared of financial repercussions because It doesn't matter. They're not going to get any foreign direct investment from China anyway. Mm. I think that'll be the next cab off the rank. They'll limit Chinese investment into a lot of Western economies. Mm. So uh, along the economic front, did you hear that UK economy, they shrunk by a quarter during lockdown. Did you hear about that, doctor?
0: Yes, I've been hearing this news, man. It's all over the place. Boris Johnson is reminding all of us here. Overall economic output has been down nearly 25%, um, leaving the UK on track for its deepest recession in more than a century.
1: This is even worse than the Great Depression. Do people appreciate how bad this is? This is worse than the Great Depression.
0: People in the UK, we are used to this, man. You know, went through constant bombings and reopening our shops during the World War II. This men, the UK people, they're resilient. Yes, we are facing our deepest recession. However, I am confident that our citizens will get through it. We've got through it before. We're gonna get through it again.
1: You guys are pretty tough people. You guys are pretty tough. Wow.
0: It's not new to us, man. It's not new to us. You know, back in World War Two, it was constant bombings all the time. I and mean, we just reopened our doors, continue on with business continue on with day-to-day life we aren't the only ones though singapore slumps into recession with record 41 percent gdp plunge
1: yeah this is this is huge actually within the asia pacific region Gross domestic product declined from the previous three months it's the biggest quarterly contraction on record and worse Mm. than the bloomberg survey median Compared with a year earlier, GDP fell 12% in the second quarter versus a survey median of 10%. So Singapore has really taken a huge hit. Mm. And a lot of Singaporeans, I feel, are hopeful that with Hong Kong being destroyed, that Singapore will somehow reap the benefit. Um, I would caution against that. First of all, it's horrible that Hong Kong is being destroyed. But second of all, it's very easy to destroy a nation. It's much harder to replace it. And mm. if you look at a lot of the benefits and advantages that Hong Kong has, how many of those advantages are present in Singapore? You've just got a low tax rate. That's about it. Mm. Uh, Hong Kong is not Singapore. You could get a permanent residency in Hong Kong very easily. And You didn't have military training. You you didn't you know you didn't have all of these restrictions. It was a very uh, freedom-loving government. You had free speech. You had a a legal system which was very, shall we say, westernized. You didn't have the death penalty in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So it was a very forgiving legal system. It was much closer to Western democracies. You can't just reproduce that. Maybe maybe you can, but it doesn't look like Singapore is interested in trying. It seems like Singapore is like, well, Hong Kong is gone. Might as well come here, Western companies. But it's not going to work that way. They're all packing up and they're going... They're putting their high technology in their regional hubs in Taipei, in Taiwan, and their manufacturing capabilities are going into India and to Vietnam. Mm. Singapore is not going to have a... They, they put all of their eggs in the China basket. Now you see. Now you see what happens when you have an undiversified trading pool. It's better to be diversified, trade with a lot of countries. When you rely on one country, well, we can mm. see what happens. We can
0: see. Mm. America's jobless are about to lose their $600 a week lifeline. This is sad, man. This is uh,
1: terrible if it comes to pass, and it will throw the U.S. economy in a deep, deep depression, and there's a bit of back and forth. The scheduled Mm. end will ripple through households and the entire economy. The program actually accounts for a big chunk of the Treasury Department's record jobless payments last month. And without the additional cash, some of the hardest hit households may be forced to choose which bills to pay which bills to let slide you may have a wave of bankruptcies personal bankruptcies now uh it it would be horrible and extremely damaging i have a hunch that the united states will just increase the money supply they're actually thinking of not only extending this lifeline but actually increasing the 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 amount of it it's already quite generous Mm -hmm. 600 us dollars a week it's much higher than what you guys get in the uk it's much higher Mm -hmm. than canada I, I don't know what they get in Australia, but they may get a certain number in Australian dollars, but the US, the greenback is worth much more. So if you adjust mm-hmm. it for foreign exchange rates, you find that the US is the most generous and it has one of the lowest cost of living of all of all countries. It has a lower cost of living than Australia and the UK. But Conversely, they give more money.
0: Mm. Surely well, they, go, they will extend it, man. There's no way they're going to cut it off. I, your your I economy can cut it has the ability to be printing money printing money without inflation rising too much internally because they're able to spread the effect around the world they can continue printing money for this see china can't be printing money though they just increase inflation and it'll just be hurting their own people internally
1: yeah china already has a pretty high inflation rate Mm. you can print money until you start getting a high inflation rate Mm -hmm. There is some argument about what the inflation rate should look like. Mm. If you're a young person, a 10% inflation rate is probably pretty cool. It's pretty healthy, good economy. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you're a senior citizen who's put all of their money into cash, uh, then a 10% inflation rate is probably pretty bad for you. But overall, Mm. what's good for young people is better for the nation and better for the economy. What's Mm. good for old people is not necessarily good for the economy. So I Mm. I think you're right. We will extend it. I do have faith that the U.S. government will find a way forward. At the mm. end of the day, the U.S. is pretty good at growing its economy. So uh, you, you can count on that. It's much better at that than the, the Australians or the British. Mm. You, the U.S. knows how to grow an economy.
0: The biggest battle you guys face right now is really against the coronavirus. And it's quite sad that I hear, man, that the fertility rate has dropped dramatically in the global crash. In children being born, yeah, it's
1: amazing, actually. We went from global overpopulation. People were worried that we would have a future where there were no resources. we would have overpopulation. Now mm. we're understanding that the for whatever reason, possibly a a mixture between the availability of contraceptives, but also the fact that most people are pretty unhappy these days, primarily because of economic concerns.
0: Mm, they you know, worried about the future.
1: Yeah. And, and it's been that way for the last 20 to 30 years. It's never been this bad. But this idea of, you know, no regulation, free market capitalism, regulations are important. You can't just run people like they're uh, slaves or serfs. You can, but not for the long term. And we see this, the falling fertility rates mm. mean that nearly every country in the world could have shrinking populations by the end of the century. Mm. Twenty-three nations right now. They're expected to see their populations have by twenty one hundred. That includes Spain, Japan, mm-hmm. and countries will age dramatically with mm-hmm. as many people turning eighty as there are being born. Think mm. about that. We'll have more eighty year olds than we will have newborn babies. Mm. This is this is terrible for economic growth. terrible
0: yes terrible for economic growth but again it's one of those double-edged sword kind of scenarios you know our world our some of these countries are becoming overpopulated yes lives are precious yes we you know when times are good we need to continue to grow but growing man like you know some say we are a parasite on this planet we are sucking up all the resources on this planet, the planet is not able to generate enough back for our needs. So, like in 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 the sense of say Japan, yes, their population growth, no, no, their populations are going to half. It's a sad news for them. There's going to be less children, less babies. But they're a very dense. They have very dense living environments. You know, urban environments. I would say it's almost like what. The normal rate should be, as opposed to the historical growth rates.
1: I think it will reconfigure society, but I don't think that it will fall forever. I think people mm. will will change mm-hmm. the younger generation, you know you and I are a little bit on the older side. so mm. our, our our generation, I think it a little bit too late for us, but the younger generation, they re- these kids are really smart. They're going to change things. Mm-hmm. and they're not going to be restrained by their elders the way you and I were. Mm. Our elders were very numerous, and now our elders are dying bit by bit. So the younger generation are not going to be restrained in their ability to remake society. And I I think, I don't believe that this will be permanent. I I don't think humans will just die out. I think what will happen is Mm. that we'll remodel society to make it a more equitable, Mm. comfortable society. And maybe that means that our populations will be low, but perhaps... We'll reach a plateau where we don't drop below any a, a specific rate. We'll have mm. to see, I guess.
0: Look, at the end of the day, breeding is humans' favorite activity.
1: I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, so this one's a little bit out of out of the ordinary. A Russian mm-hmm. hacker group called APT29, amazing name, by the way. They're also called Cozy Bear, which is kind of a shitty name. But they've targeted the UK, US, and Canada. And they're trying to steal COVID-19 vaccine development. Did mm. you hear about this?
0: That's right, man. These this hacker group, they've they're associated with the Russian government intelligence. So essentially, they are a state-based hacker group. You know, and they have free reign. And you know, Russia, instead of they've got big problems with the coronavirus, right? Instead of them trying to get in on the race of developing and finding a vaccine, they've taken the street approach. And the street approach is way in the shadows, seeing someone else do all the work and, and then taking it from them. From them. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So that's what they've been doing or they've been trying to do. I don't well, know I mean, how successful that is. Be.
1: Yeah. Mm. Once a vaccine is out, I assume it's going to be on the world market. They can just reverse engineer it from there.
0: Hmm. Hmm. And this week, a company called Moderna Therapeutics, they've been making headlines because they give they're giving hope that a vaccine is probable in their tests, in their trials. They've been able to produce an immune response, meaning that the human body has been developing antibodies to help combat this virus taking over. However, in saying that, there are other news that some researchers have said any antibodies developed only last a few months. so We're going to need
1: booster shots. A lot of man, money.
0: You're going to have to get quarterly shots.
1: Our, our, our lives are going to change forever because of this fucking virus.
0: Yeah, man. It's going to change forever. If we even get a vaccine. And at That's the same right. time, you know, strains are just mutating, man. Mutating. It's craziness.
1: This is amazing. This is really remarkable.
0: We're in for the long haul. It we're going to... like this is going away. No, it's not gonna go away, man.
1: What happened to those fucking idiots who used to talk about herd immunity? Uh-huh. Where
0: are they? Are they still talking about <laughs> herd immunity? Our, our lovely leader, Boris Johnson. Our lovely leader that, yeah, was talking about herd immunity and telling us that we're all too fat. That's the solution to the virus. Lose weight. Mm. What
1: about him? How about you go first, fatso? Mm. Boris Johnson. Funny man. <laughs> it's crazy. So, a uh, bit of a change of topic. Did you hear about Maxwell pleading not guilty and she's been refused bail?
0: Yeah. Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell. Obviously, everybody knows. She's the, she was the girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein epstein was a very wealthy man man he was ridiculously rich man He's, he was ridiculously rich and he got there by preying off young females and trafficking young females delaine maxwell has been alleged that she helped him she helped him in all this she helped him develop the network and she you know seduced the girls as well and Fuck. she also performed sexual acts on the girls. Fuck. This is she's horrible. Easy. She's another... She's an evil female. That's nasty. That's really, really mm. sick. She was found over here in the UK in a mansion that she bought under a fake name. But some justice is coming. They've... You know, they. She, it's crazy that she pleads not guilty. I mean, her her defense lawyers must be pretty confident that you know they've they've got some good things to say that will get her out of trouble. But yes, she's refused bail because the judge said she's a flight risk. Her ability to create fake accounts, have fake passports, and her access to money makes her a flight risk. You know, her bond money was five million green bucks, and she got that money she had six people who signed to support that 5 million where the How fuck crazy did she get that? the money from man she's connected you know and just recently just over the last last couple of days apparently she has a husband <laughs> apparently she's married but the what? courts don't know who he is cuz she wants to keep that confidential she's an experienced woman this this evil woman. She sounds dangerous. She's dangerous. We'll see what happens to her. Her story, I reckon, will make another Netflix docu-series. It'll make a movie. she It's an interesting case. This is...
1: Yeah, this stinks to high heaven. Something very strange about this.
0: Mm. Hey, so a little bit on the sports front, but more so on the BLM resistance movement. I've heard that over on your end of the pond, in NFL, the Washington Red Sox, they've come out and they've said that they're going to retire their name and logo because you're obviously, you know, Red Sox. Is it Redskins or Red Sox? Ah, man. Redskins. Redskins. Yeah. You know, see, it was in my nature that I just could not say and create prejudice against our Native brothers. Your native cousins, man. Yeah, the First Nation peoples of the United
1: States. Um, Mm. I think the name, I guess, was less offensive in the old days because First Nation peoples didn't have a voice. Mm. But it's about time they changed it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But what you could change it to? Not sure. Mm. There's a lot of suggestions. What would you say? I don't know, man.
0: What would you say?
1: What about instead of the Redskins? You called it after an actual tribe of uh,
0: Native America. But there's many tribes, right? I'm sure there'll be many tribes trying to buy and say, look, they should have precedent. Their tribal name should go on it. And I think that's a bit much, but it's definitely going to get the creative juices going as to what you would rename an NFL team and create a new logo.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of names that they could pick if they wanted to stick with the First Nations people vibe, which perhaps they do. Or perhaps they just want to completely change
0: it to something de- different. Mm. The easiest thing is just some animal. Just like every other kind of sporting team. Like the Washington What's a native thing? <laughs> What's a native animal in Washington? Um, I, don't know, I think they
1: have a special species. Squirrels? Of, they have a special species of uh, forest
0: rat. Oh man, that's great. That's great. The yeah. Washington rats. Yeah, uh,
1: I think it'd actually be pretty, pretty catchy.
0: Yeah, man, it'll be unique. There's not many teams that will dare call themselves rats. Yeah, probably. And why not? What's wrong with rats? It. Rats are okay, man.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think you know they're kind of cute. You know, if they keep kept indoors and looked after, mm. as long as they're not diseased or anything, there's nothing wrong with them mammals, you know, mammals were all descended from, like, rodent-like animals. The Mm -hmm. first mammals were rodent-like animals. Mm -hmm. you ever seen those South American, I think they're called capybaras? They're the biggest rodents in the world. They're like a giant rat. Yeah, man. They get eaten too, don't they? They do, they do, yeah. But they're very gentle, they're very uh, placid, they're really, really nice little animals. They have a really good personality.
0: Mm. There's been some suggestions online, man. They've Suggested the Red Hawks. Red Hawks, man, it's a bit too uh, cliche, don't you think? Yeah, it it feels like they're trying too hard on that one. Mm. There's another called the Senators. The Washington Senators. Yeah,
1: that's not too bad.
0: Mm. Or some kind of military name. I don't know how that's going to work, man. What about the Washington Centurions? Ah, that's a good one. Centurions because they've it's, got yeah it's, yeah they've got here as well brave hearts warriors or renegades and the logo could be a spear but the centurions i think that goes better i think that goes right to the root of the sport itself nfl working as a team yeah that's a good one man hey maybe you should tweet that yeah
1: i think i will i think i will washington
0: centurions mhm You'd have a really good logo, actually. You have an awesome logo, man. You could do a whole lot of emblazoned kind of designs. It's intimidating. It's intimidating. It would be. It would be. Hey, man, let's talk a little bit about the science world. You and I, we both like science. It's part of our universe. It's part of how things go around. And it's going to be what saves us from the coronavirus. If we get out of it. It's going to be science, not religion. I think it's so, only a matter of time. I agree with you. A giant wall of galaxies has been found stretching across the universe, man. What's this about? This is a massive discovery. This is
1: massive. So the, the universe... Wall of
0: galaxies.
1: Yeah, it's, it's incredible. How rich and how populated the universe is, it's incredible. There are people who say that We're so special. We're on this earth, you know. Mm -hmm. God only cares about us, and Mm. God only doesn't care about humans. He cares about one particular shade of human or Mm. one particular religion of human. Mm. I mean, that's a very narrow definition.
0: It's very narrow-minded. A religion is a tool to control the masses, to control the people. The universe is rich
1: beyond measure. It's populated by huge amounts of matter. Incredible complexity. Mm. And it's not just a random scatter scattering of galaxies sprinkled throughout an expanding void. The closer we look, the more that we see that there are structures, some of which are incomprehensibly vast, mm. groupings and clusters of gravi- of galaxies that are gravitationally bound together. These are just massive superstructures. Mm. Such a structure has been discovered, arcing across the southern edge of the sky. And it's a Colossus. It spans an immense 1.37 billion light years from end to end. That's 1.37 giga light years from end to end. It's discovered. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's the biggest thing we've ever discovered. The biggest structure that we've ever discovered. It's discoverers have named it the South pole wall. It's a wall. Exactly. It's, it's one of the largest, you know, things that we've ever seen and Mm. What it is, though, we know exactly what it is. It's called a galaxy filament, Mm -hmm. like a filament in a light bulb. It's Mm -hmm. a huge formation of galaxies that forms a border between the empty spaces of cosmic voids that together form the cosmic web. So that's why we call it a wall. So if you look at the universe, galaxies and stars are not evenly distributed. They're kind of like cobwebs, Mm. and there are these huge, massive, empty spaces in between. these Mm. empty voids of space some people have postulated that there may be incredibly intelligent life forms waiting out there in the dark voids of space in a way yeah undetectable Mm. they're far away from being discovered you see if you stay in a galaxy sooner or later somebody's going to discover you you go to those dark voids of space ain't nobody Mm -hmm. gonna find you
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they're massive voids massive and you can disappear there nobody will ever hear about you unless you want to come out and so you get to choose when and when when and where you want to participate in the universe Mm. if you're a super advanced alien civilization Mm -hmm. that'd be the place to to hold up shop Mm -hmm.
0: yeah we are talking about 1.37 billion light years of mass. there's gotta be something out there right there's, I mean, the vastness of
1: space. It's hard to believe that this whole universe, where we are the first civilization to ever achieve intelligence mm-hmm. and achieve space flight, it's
0: very, very difficult to believe that. I just finished watching a TV series, bruv. It's called War of the Worlds. you see seen yeah. the movie? Yeah. Heard about the movie? Yeah, there's a movie out there. Well, then there's a TV series too. And it's interesting, you know. It goes by the normal story of us humans. We've sent out a signal into space and that signal was a song, was music because we believe that was an inter- that could be a universal language. And these aliens have picked up this signal and traced it back to earth and decided to come here and like human civilizations have done in the past, when they try to colonize a new country, they remove the indigenous life. Man, it just made me think how scary it would be. We're out there searching for aliens, and what if these aliens come back and they probe us in our boats? That would not be a pleasant experience. Not for us. Yo, you righteous people out there, keep safe, keep doing what you're doing, and join us next time. To digest all the week's events again. Much love to you all. Later, Brother Sanchez. Adios, Dr. Wakwa. Adios, my friend.